Paul writes, Timothy, by recalling these things that I've previously commanded you, you will fight the battle well, hold on to a good conscience, and reject what others have been led astray by. Fighting the battle well does not fit into our modern Western vocabulary. I've never been to war, and to be honest, I don't know a lot of people who have. I remember those veterans who marched in their Remembrance Day parades in Peterborough when I was young, and marching with them when I played in the Temple Band. I remember standing with them on the steps of Toronto's Old City Hall on November 11, 1979, as a cadet, the day of the Mississauga Rail Disaster. I remember laying a wreath at the Langley Cenotaph in 1993. The war I remember, although it didn't involve me, was Vietnam. In 1985, our family visited the Vietnam War Memorial in Washington, D.C., where there are over 50,000 names inscribed. Besides each name, there's a diamond for those who are confirmed dead or a plus sign for those who are missing in action. If a death is later confirmed, the four triangles are chiseled out so that a diamond remains. I'll never forget seeing family members with sheets of paper and pencils rubbing the lead over the names to create a copy of the inscription. I was surprised at how much it affected me. The many statistics and reports from Walter Cronkite that I'd seen in the news took on a personal note all of a sudden. Timothy, Paul writes, I want you to fight the battle well. Sometimes we can forget that we are in a battle, and the, the call to serve the Lord is one of conflict. It was bought at a price, and it can only be lived with a price. Ronald Reagan's quoted as saying, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we'll spend our sunset years telling our children that it was once like in the United States where men were free. Except as a very temporary thing, standing still is not a good thing. We're either growing, moving forward and winning the battle, or we're in decline, moving backwards, losing ground. I heard someone on the radio recently using the word stagnant. It's a word that brings to mind smelly and disgusting. I think of the water trapped in an old tire so that it becomes a breeding ground for mosquitoes. I think of the pond with nowhere for the water to go that becomes a cesspool for algae and scum. I think of a room that's been closed up for too long without airflow that just becomes stale. Water and air are meant to circulate, to move, and so are we. Inertia is not your friend. If you're not moving forward, you're allowing atrophy to set in, and the longer you sit, the harder it gets to move again. It isn't just physical, as you know, but here's the scariest part. Where you end up tomorrow depends on what you do today. Having grown up in the Salvation Army, I've been surrounded by military imagery. It was much more appropriate in the 19th and even the 20th century, but there are a lot of meanings conveyed by the language. Members are soldiers who have signed the Articles of War, a soldier's covenant, which includes the doctrines as well as lifestyle. Churches are corps, as in Marine Corps. Leaders are officers with ranks, such as lieutenant, captain, and major. Salvation Army soldiers are expected to fight the good fight, 
march as to war, etc. When Simon Peter properly identified Jesus as the Messiah in Matthew 16, 16, Jesus says that his church will be built. And we get a picture of a mighty fortress, impenetrable and permanent. And then he switches it up when he says, and the gates of Hades, hell, will not overcome it. The church isn't a fortress. It's also an attacking force, which will not be repelled. Those are fighting words. Onward, Christian soldiers. Our session of cadets in training to become Salvation Army officers was designated God's soldiers. We were reminded again and again throughout our college days that we are soldiers called to fight for what is right and do whatever is necessary to move our world in the direction of salvation and sanctification. We were not just proclaimers or messengers. We were soldiers. But isn't that the call to all of God's children? In his letter to Timothy, Paul reminds his spiritual son of the tools to fight the battle well. The battle belongs to the Lord. So put on the whole armor of God.